Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Something Something Podcast. My name is Eric Kasloff, and with me, as always, is Larry Sands. Say hello, Larry. Hello, Larry. And how is it going today, buddy? How you know, is, it's, it's how good. How is work on the scene-by-scene, shot-by-shot remake of Karate Kid 3 going? You know, it's it's going extremely well, swimmingly well. Ralph Macchio has still got it. He still has it. And and I don't want to give it away, but we've had some some flashbacks that I'm I'm adding some creative flair. Okay, to... now here's what I don't get. If it's a scene by scene, shot by shot remake, what are you flashbacking to? Mr. Miyagi. I mean but... you can't have look I, okay, here's what, and this is what, this is kind of what the studio was talking to me about. And my reasoning is, yeah, it's shot by shot, scene by scene. But I have to put my signature, my signature. I don't know if it's my signature, but I, I just, I, I feel like I have to put in. But uh, Mr. Miyagi isn't dead. So how are you flashbacking to him if you're doing it in part three? Well, you know what? You know what? That's what we got to see the movie for. No one can see this, but Larry is laughing hysterically right now. <laughs> no, I'm crying because, Eric, you don't understand. You don't. At, at this point in the movie, Ralph Macchio. <laughs> I'm crying, Eric, because this is my artistic vision. And you know what? You're don't right. Understand. You're right. I, um, I, I, all I know is it's either gonna be amazing, a disaster, or an amazing disaster. <laughs> I, I choose to think the latter. It will be an amazing disaster, and it will come together. And just like the cosmos, it will transform people. It'll make a difference in people's life. Ralph Macchio is really digging it. I should say that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. man. Hey, so Larry, as everyone who listens to this knows, and you know, we have an awesome guest, so we have new listeners. Um, yes. I am a horror guy. I make yes. horror movies. I live and breed horror movies. And when you're a horror, like all that stuff I said, we have two high holidays in horror. Yes. The first, of course, being um, Halloween. Okay, yeah. And then if we're when we're lucky, we get a Friday the 13th, oh, maybe yes. once or twice a year. Yes. And now Sci-Fi Channel, before I get into the really cool thing I want to talk about, Sci-Fi Channel kind of upset me. They were doing a marathon of the Friday movies, not in order, but they said from 6 till midnight Sci-Fi Channel was becoming Camp Crystal Lake Public Access. Oh, wow. Okay. So they had a little graphic on the bottom left of Camp Crystal Camp Crystal Lake logo. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. And they said there was going to be in-world commercials. Uh-huh. And they didn't do that. They had, like, PSAs about not smoking. I thought they were going to have like stores from the Friday the 13th universe have a commercial and they didn't do that. It 
It was kind of lame, actually. Really? So what I did all day yesterday pretty much was play the Friday the 13th video game on my PS4. I got it on Xbox One, but I've had it on PS4 since the release day. Nice. So I'm playing it late last night around 2, maybe 2.30. Uh I'm on my headset and I start talking to, you know, in the lobby before the game starts. And someone kind of giggles and goes, are you a podcaster? And I immediately get into my spiel of, yes, I I even go into podcast <laughs> voice. Well, yes, you know, I host the Something Something podcast and Smells Like Teen Horror podcast. It was so late, I forgot about um something about the unknown. Uh-huh. And you could check all those podcasts out on any podcasting platform. And you could check out my short film, Her Name Was Samantha, my award-winning short film, Her Name Was Samantha, on Amazon Prime. This guy goes, listen, when you started, I was like, I'm not going to do any of that. But by the time you finished, I decided I'm going to do all of that. And (laughs) it sounded like he was, you know, getting on his phone and typing in. He said, her name was Really? And right before he went to watch the movie, the game started. And when you do that, voice in the game is disabled. So you bump oh. into somebody. Oh, wow. Okay, so wait. Now, was this on your... Because you have a Twitch, right? Was this on Twitch? No, I have a Twitch and Mixer. This was just for fun. But I will be doing more Twitch eventually, just when I have my head in the game more. Yeah, yeah. But but like on your PS4, do you have like a like a you're a podcaster anywhere? Or no. they just asked? No, they just by the because when the game starts, if you never played Friday the Thirteenth, there's a lobby where they start getting the game ready. Mm-hmm. You pick your counselor and the Jason you would like to be. No one knows who's gonna be Jason, mm-hmm. and while you're in the thing with the game getting ready, you can just chat with people. Oh, that's and I cool. just went. Hey everybody, how's it going tonight? How's it going this early morning or late night? <laughs> that's freaking cool, dude. Yeah, that's it cool. Was so that's very awesome. cool. So for the guy that that you know, like you had talked to, welcome to the show. Yeah, you if you're joining. listening, thank you. But how awesome more would it have been if we would have been playing and this, they would have went, "Hey, um, are you Eric Caslow?" <laughs> I know, I know. It's just, it's just the beginning. It's just the Dude, beginning. That, Fame is coming. Would've, that would have been the coolest yeah. thing yeah. ever. If they That's would... cool. Wait, That's wait. Cool. Don't That's you cool. host maybe what I should do? Make you get a PS4 because they're really <laughs> cheap right now? Yeah, yeah. And then just have you pop up in the lobby and go, hey, aren't you Eric Caslow? Dude, I could be a plant. That's right. Oh, my God. You're that guy. I know your voice. Kind of like I did to you at Puzzle Zoo. I love, yeah, I know, man. I know. I okay, know. Okay, Larry, we're having a great time, but we have an amazing guest to get to. Why don't you talk about our guest for a little bit? Well, uh, our guest this week and... I, I, I particularly am kind of jazzed. She's a filmmaker, but she's also an actress. Um, so let's just bring her on. I, I'm kind of excited to, to hear her story. Let's bring her on. Uh, for this week on our podcast is Hannah Oldenburg. Hi, Hannah. Hi. 
Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I, I'm excited because I'm I'm like a slashy and not a slasher, but a slashy, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Or a hyphenate hyphenate. There's actors and directors, right? Actor filmmaker. So I'm I'm kind of excited um, to talk to you today about your journey, not only as an actor, but a filmmaker. So um, let's start off. Um, where are you from? Um, and what came first, being an actor or filmmaker like the bug? How did you get into the entertainment industry, so to speak? I'm from Stockholm, Sweden. And um, originally, I was a professional equestrian uh, rider, and I was competing in show jumping. And um, there was this one time that I got a new friend in a stable who was an actor. And we talked a lot about it. He told me a lot of stories, and I got really interested in the film industry. So uh, one day, I applied for a job as an extra. And... uh, they invited me to an audition and I went in and lied about going to acting school. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, actually I'm an actress. <laughs> and uh, they got me a few pages and um, I read them and I booked the job, which was amazing. Awesome. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. So you went in, you went for the extra job, but they were like, you know what? Can you read for this actress part? And you're like, um, sure. Exactly. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Uh, so that's really cool. Now, um, uh, oh gosh, I, I don't want to jump right into it, but um, now nah, let's go ahead. What was that? Um, what was that process like for you to 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 just go from like one profession, right, equestrian, being an, an equestrian, to doing acting in a matter of Gosh, I don't know. A couple weeks, it sounds like. Um, it was a phase, so it. I was um, going into acting. It took me like a year to transfer into that. Oh wow! But, um, wow. Um, it, it was very different. Like being a an elite sportsman, you. Uh, um. It, it's like everyone. Everything is about focus and control and doing things right and plan and schedule. As an actor, you can't plan and schedule anything. <laughs> no, you just have no. to be free and feel your emotions, and it's totally different. And yes. maybe that's what I was looking for, and that's why I loved it so much because I wanted to express myself in a different way and explore other parts of myself. Well, you picked a pretty good darn profession. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> one that you a psychologist. <laughs> so now in your bio, I was reading that you went to film school. Where did you go? I went to UCLA Film School, California. Very awesome. Beautiful, beautiful campus and great film program. It was. I loved it. Yes, yes. Um, What was that? So how many projects... Um, had you done up until that point and then what was the transition like from 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 Sweden to Los Angeles uh, when I moved to LA maybe I'd done I don't know 10 15 projects okay wow. okay um, 
the film industry in Sweden and in Australia, where I lived before I moved to the US, it's tiny. It's so small comparing to the American film industry. Uh, so in America, it's so much easier to get work. Either it's a student project or a big production. You just constantly work. Here um, in Sweden, you really have to call the production companies every week and like, hey guys, uh, are you producing anything right now? Uh, there are so few projects, maybe 23 feature films a year. Being oh my produced. goodness. Yeah, it's nothing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what What is it? And this may be a crazy question, but see, I, I think uh, I think somebody listening to this is going to be like, wow, I live fill in the blank. I, I live not only in middle America, I live somewhere over in Europe. And and if Hannah can do it, then I think I can do it, too. Um, uh, is there a difference between. Uh, and maybe this is a crazy question, but production and the way people work when you're actually on set um, and you have a job in Sweden, is there a difference between working in Sweden and Australia on a film set as opposed to in Los Angeles on a film set? In LA, it's more, uh, you have a person for every position. You have someone who's doing uh, uh, this and that, but in Sweden, it's uh, you have people who do all kinds of things. It's mm -hmm. more of a group effort. Mm -hmm. It's a team working um, because it, the productions are so much smaller and the budgets are so much smaller. So you yeah. have to do whatever you can and you have to help each other out more. Yeah, which is fun because it get yeah. gives you more creative freedom to work. I can imagine here, but in LA, it's fun because every you got a bigger budget so you can more rely on people and um focus on your craft yeah 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 just so people understand if you're working on a medium the big budget movie in america and if you're just you know a pa and you want to help the grips out and you touch something and there's a union rep there They'll yell at you. Yeah, they oh, will yeah. do horrible things to your family. <laughs> Not only break your kneecaps, they'll break your family's ankles. Yeah, you're, all, all I did was move a move a light. No, Just, you can't do that. Right. You're not union. Now you're right. now, now you can you're, now you're blackballed. Wrong. Oh, <laughs> so um, I love knowing people's first movies and following their career and. Everyone starts in my genre, and horror fans are the best fans in the world. Tell us about Blood Runs Cold. So Blood Runs Cold was my first acting job. I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, wait, um, wait, wait. I'm sorry. So you're... Okay, wait, 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 wait. So, so the extra job that you went in for and they asked you to read was actually for the the your first feature film that you lied about getting into i mean being an actress it, yeah but it wasn't that's Blood awesome. Runs cold wow i love it oh wait oh <laughs> no it wasn't Blood oh it cold. wasn't oh okay, oh, okay. Oh, um, i was going to so say oh. the project i lied about uh, actually didn't end up happening oh, so blood yeah. runs cold happened to be my 
first acting job. I wow. didn't have to lie then. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's but it's so true. Not to and just it's so true. You can be cast in something, and you could be the lead. You could be a co-star. You could be this. Then one day, and then three days later, they go, "Sorry, it's not happening." You're like. But I was the lead. Or I was exactly. So anyway, anyway, please continue about Blood Runs Cold. <laughs> I think that's awesome. So Blood Runs Cold. Um, so it, the guys that have the production company Stockholm Syndrome Film, they became like my brothers. They're amazing. They do everything themselves. It's only three guys. They do wow. everything. They uh, they direct, produce, they write, they are the gaffer, they the assistant. They do everything. So um, it was a team effort, and um, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> and to be honest, my my acting job in that film is not the best, but it's okay. We had so much fun, and we learned a lot. And honestly, a lot of people saw it, and a lot of people liked it. And I still get fan emails that says, wow. "I love Jim Blood Runs Cold." I'm like, I get so happy when I get that. It's it's amazing. There's yeah. such an innocence and fun, comforting feeling, for lack of a better word, to that movie. You can tell you guys are, you know, having a good time making it. Yeah, it was the best. It was just us four and a couple of other actors that they were in for a few days. Um, but it, the funny thing was that it was one of those, it was the coldest winter in Sweden for like a hundred years. Ooh, it was wow. uh, freezing. And in the house we shot it in, it had no heating. So we pretended that it was warm and comfortable, but it oh wasn't. Oh my goodness. It was freezing. Um, so... Uh, I was running around in my my t-shirt and my jeans for 30, 30 days. <laughs> oh, geez. that just gave me the chills. I'm so cold now. <laughs> yeah, and it was a lot of jokes on set that blood actually runs cold. <laughs> <laughs> so you say you shot for 30 days. Yeah, 20 or 30. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? 2030. What's the point? It was cold. Yeah, and it, was, it was cold. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's it. And and being your that being your first experience and obviously, you know, um, I'm sure it was kind of like a blur. What was what was some of the biggest takeaways um, being that, that you were I mean, you were on camera, what, 80 percent, 90 percent of the time. So um 95 percent of the time um what was what was the biggest takeaway from you um and yeah yeah just what was the biggest takeaway as an actress i learned that um what i feel on the inside doesn't always come out on film that way it looks different and then I, I really learned how to use my body. So the next movie I made, I used my body language so much better and a lot more. Yeah, you need to exaggerate everything you do, every movement, everything, uh, because the camera just doesn't pick up small things. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. That was the biggest thing I learned. Um, so I, I look at myself in Blood Runs Cold and I'm like, God. 
I was so stiff. But I did my best <laughs> back then. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we all do our, and I think actors, you know, we have a, the biggest learning curve because, you know, and I think we learn every time we do something, which is a great thing. But then we look back and we go, oh, no. <laughs> That's why I'm so much better nowadays. But um, it is interesting because it's so true because, um, I don't know if you were ever a stage actress, like for the theater. Um, but, um, you know, when you're on stage, everybody sees all of you and, and you can act, you know, like it's, you know, it's an outward acting, but, but when you're on camera, um, it, it, it picks up so little, but it picks up so much of the subtleties of being an actor. And I think that's a great, um, great observation. And, and again, you know, you learn from from doing. And so, uh, but kudos to you for just picking up and going, okay, let's go do it. I've never done this before, but hey, let's go do it. Because most yeah. people have been like, no, 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 no. I'll just, I'll be over here. I'll help out on set. I'll carry the ax for the uh, murderer. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Now, so before kudos. we get into your other stuff, when I was looking through your IMDb, some really cool stuff you worked on that I want to talk about. Um, there's a TV show called Punchline, which it looks like you had a pretty big run on. Could you tell us about that? That was a, a comedy, a Swedish comedy TV series. And uh, it was satire humor. It was a lot of fun. So we did every episode was about something different. So kind of like what Monty Python or Saturday exactly. Night Live. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. From your listing, you know, the characters you played, you ran the gamut pretty much from Jesus to a vampire, a music <laughs> teacher. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty wide. That's pretty good. That's pretty broad. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> now, now, how do you prepare for Jesus and then turn her right around and, and prepare for Dracula? <laughs> um, you know, I had a few days in between so I could transform. <laughs> That's all. I love that. So, oh, my God. One amazing thing that I, again, from looking through your credits is, again, you've done everything, even... Um, production assistant work on a movie that I loved called Gifted. How did that happen? Um, so I got an internship for, from um, UCLA, or not from UCLA. Actually, after Blood Runs Cold, I went to Cannes Film Festival. And I, I met a few people that I kept in contact with. Uh, one of them worked at um, Film Nation Entertainment in L.A., so when I moved to L.A. a few years later and, and studied at UCLA, um, I needed an internship. So I called that guy from Filmation and asked him if I could come and intern from them. So that's how I ended up in their production, Gifted. Mm, very, nice. very cool. So you've done stuff in front of the camera. You've done behind the camera work. Which one of those things do you feel made you take on your next step, which is writing and directing? Um, it was probably a combination of 
you know, as an artist, you just want to do things. And I have a creative need of just making things. And when I don't have an acting gig, I I just get these ideas in my head that I want to, that I just want to make a film out of. So it goes hand in hand. And once you start producing, then it's the step to directing is pretty, you know, it, it's not that big. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, there is, you know, um, there's a, a definite progression from being an actor and, and we all know like how, how difficult it is for waiting, waiting for somebody to cast you and to have you come in and do the, all that process just to be on set for those few weeks or months. Um, and then all of a sudden you got to do it again. But when you're on the other side of the camera, you really get to see that process and why as an actor, you have to wait. And yes, because as anything, an actor, yeah. you have to get chosen and chosen again. And that can be frustrating. Super. Um, yeah. As a director or producer, you're in control. Yes. And you can decide for yourself when and what you want to make. Yes. Yes. Now, here's a crazy question. Maybe do you do you do you own a camera? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, and and you know that that's I think that's one of the big ones too. Is um, it, when I was when I was an actor, like just strictly an actor. And you have to wait, and, and I don't know for you, but you you get frustrated. And then I just picked up a camera, and I just started, you know, creating stuff, kind of like you. You know, yeah. you have all these these ideas and things in your head. As an actor, you don't first quite understand, or maybe you do, um, how to get it out. But then you just start shooting stuff, and then you get your little editing program, you know. And then all of a sudden you find yourself uh, shooting and and learning how to edit and how to put things together. And I just think that makes it a more makes you uh, a more rich actress. And for me, an actor for sure. Absolutely. You know? um, um, no, I don't need a camera. I, you know, photography isn't my my biggest strength. Mm -mm. And I I rather work with the photographers that I know who are amazing and they have their cameras. So it's a collab collaboration. Um, so I can direct and write and they can shoot it for me and they can edit. I love so it. So it's great. I that's love awesome. it. I love it. I love it so much. And see, that's it. It's, I don't think people understand and it's not for the lack of, you know, like people wanting to do everything on set. It's just one of those things that, you have to do if you don't have many people um, there to work with you or, you know, to to help you out and you've really got no choice. If you want to do something, you really have to do it yourself, I think. Um, yeah. But again, you know, that's just a testament to uh, to to the drive and the determination of uh, being a filmmaker. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what are what are some of your speaking of uh, some of your uh, upcoming projects? What do you what do you have uh, coming up? 
Right now, I'm in the middle of a shoot of a very, very exciting project. It's a feature film called Triangle of Sadness by a Swedish director called Ruben Östlund. He was uh, he won the uh, Grand Award in Cannes last year or the year before for the Square, and uh, it was the Swedish uh, contribution for Academy Awards. So Whoa. this project oh, wow. is the first English film of his and um, starring Woody Harrelson. So it's really exciting. Oh my. Wow. Wow. He is no joking. He was my dad's favorite actor and he is in my top five all-time favorite actors. Yeah, I love him too. Very An cool. absolute Very cool. legend. Wow. Very cool. So you're producing that right now. No, I'm acting in that. Oh, you're acting in it. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Um, And uh, anything coming up or that you're working on as a filmmaker? I have several projects in development right now. Uh, I have a a TV series about uh, a group of women who, uh, you know, the kind of people who attend, uh, like, Empower Me classes. And there's a leader who who speaks for like self growth and and self development, so they attend one of those classes, and then we it's ten episodes, and ten um, people in the class. So each episode is about okay. one person, and then we move on to the next. Wow! Uh, so, see, I love stuff like that cool. so much. So that's um, something that I'm working on to direct at the moment. And then I have a couple of feature films this summer as an actress, um, which is pretty exciting. And and all this you're doing, is that is that there in Sweden? Yes, in Sweden. See, a lot of people, and I get it, a lot of people want to come to L.A. And I get it because I was one of those people. Don't get me wrong. It's okay to want to do that. But it's perfectly fine to be where you are. And uh, granted, it is harder as, as an actor. But as a filmmaker, just to be able to, to collaborate somebody with somebody who has a camera and that does editing. And that's all you need. You just need a, a camera and a, and a director. And you just go out and you create. And, and Hannah, you are the prime example of yeah. just really sticking with it and having the drive and determination to do it no matter where you are. So I commend you for that. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Again, you were, it's been an absolute joy talking to you. Um, where can people go? You know, they just heard the podcast. They want to check out your work. Where can they go to watch some of your stuff? Uh, I have done a feature film that's out on iTunes right now. Um, I'm the lead actress in it. It's called Mareld. Uh, it's a horror thriller set out in the uh, Stockholm archipelago on a um, sailing boat. So that's a really fun film, okay, actually, I'm in. that you can watch on <laughs> iTunes right now. Wow. Very, very and, cool. And Eric, I'm going to beat you to it. All your links will be in the description. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and real quick, what is your Instagram? If people... uh, my, my Instagram is uh, Hannah Oldenburg. 
like my okay. first name and last name. Okay, perfect. All your Instagram, all your all, Facebook, all that stuff. And I when the you. show comes up, you know, we're going to tweet all yeah, of that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, for one, am definitely interested in having you back on and having you um as as a filmmaker and if you would if you if you wouldn't mind and if the actors I'd love to have some of your actors or maybe even you know your collaborator behind the you know on the other side of the camera behind the camera uh to come on and, and talk about some of the process that you're kind of going through yeah that'd be awesome perfect perfect we Very will set cool. that up for sure well, Hannah, we just want to thank you one more time for coming on the show today. And everybody, you know, this goes, my saying, you know, that I closed the show out with goes so perfect for what's going on right now in this day and age we live in. Everybody, be excellent to each other. 